The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but the Bible teaches there's a time to laugh and now is as good as any. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. Woe unto them that put darkness for light and light for darkness. We see that going on all over the place. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use if we decide to be doers of the word and not just hearers. That's a real challenge on Christian radio, isn't it? Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Well, we paid the bill, and that's why we have a radio show. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. Have you ever gone through a process where you're spending time with the Lord, doing things you're supposed to do, but all of a sudden these waves of fear come against you and you're like, what about this? What about this? What about this? Yep, you're not the only one that's gone through that. We'll hit into that and talk about that today. If you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, that's an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question. Maybe you got something going on in your heart and mind. You're thinking, you know what? I need to ask somebody about this. Or maybe you've got something where you're thinking, I need people to join me in prayer and so we can petition our Heavenly Father. Or maybe you've got something that you just want to share that you've had such a tremendous blessing from the Lord. You know others would be blessed by it. We want you to have that opportunity to communicate that to our audience. If you have the capacity to reach out, you can reach out by phone. That'd be 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, something really unique happens. You're thinking, well, what could possibly uniquely happen when I call 972-445-0770? Well, that, my friends, is the moment that you will talk to Captain Chris. And that, my friends, is the moment you really understand what it's like to be the first one to board an airplane. Ho ho! And then you will be. I can honestly say I have never been the first one to board an airplane. (laughs) 
Oh, you're missing out. Yeah. Isn't that sad? It's like sad. Uh, also, you can reach out to us by text. The way to do that, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Please don't call that phone number because we cannot answer that phone number. But if you text it, we can reply live during the show, 214-210-8483. Also, you can send us an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Now, I want to make sure you understand. It's not supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. And it's not anti-disestablishmentarianism. It's just David at he must increase.org. Additionally, we're going to send you up to the website. We were, by the grace of God, able to pay rent by the hairs on our chinny chin chin. <laughs> we were able to take care of it. Praise the Lord. We got it done. Uh, I do want you guys to know that we did have our meeting. i give you an update on our meeting that we had as a board. Uh, it went great. It was a wonderful time. And the brochures are going out this week. Yes. And also, we will remind you that because the money is important and we are way, way down, and we kind of think it's connected to some of the things that are going on in, you know, in the economy. We get it. Just do your best. We'll pray that it's blessed and let the Lord take care of the rest. Let's just take an extra moment or two in our lives and go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. That's it? Okay. <laughs> Now I am so like, okay, where's the rest? <laughs> no, that was great. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. Here's the bottom line. We're going to open up with some prayer. I want to pray for the audience. And the reason I want to pray for the audience is the same thing that I'm going through that I think many people may be going through. And that is I want to pray for the audience to have a greater sense of peace of mind. Because a lot of people are kind of frustrated or fearful or unsure and we need to kind of stand in this together, trusting the Lord. So let's do it. Let's bring our prayers before the Lord. Father, we come before you right now in the precious name of Jesus, and we thank you and we praise you. We worship you. We honor you. You are awesome. You are the king. You are the king of the universe. You are our dad. And we completely depend on you. And right now, there's many of us in the audience that are going through physical challenges and financial challenges, emotional challenges, relationship challenges, and we are simply praying that the great peace that comes from you would be poured into our hearts and our minds, that instead of focusing on what's so difficult, that your grace would overwhelm us to the point of us being able to rest in your graciousness. Let every fear that we have be cast aside. You haven't given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Help us to use that sound mind and seize the kingdom as you've presented it to us by faith. Help us to do it right and to honor you in it. In Jesus' name, Amen and amen. Okay, got that rolling. I uh, hope everybody had a decent uh, weekend. Mine was filled with lots of writing. How much writing? Nine hours yesterday. Don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Just going to move on right now into the next segment. That's how much I want to talk about it. None. Let's get into this portion within the scripture. 
and uh, we will go from there. Here we are in Matthew chapter 6. Most of you know we closed out the uh, Lord's Prayer, the modeled prayer, I call it. Really, it's not the Lord's Prayer. It's the way that he modeled for us to pray, picking up at verse 14, and we're really going to focus in on 14, 15, but primarily 16, 17, and 18. Here's what it says. For if you forgive others their offenses, your heavenly Father will forgive you as well. But if you don't forgive others, your Father will not forgive your offenses. So what has happened is in... Soteriology, which is the study of salvation, people have mixed this and what it's trying to what's trying to be communicated. And Jesus makes it absolutely clear that if you're a person who's been forgiven by God and God has extended you grace and mercy and he's given you that opportunity, you need to be extending that to one another. And the bottom line is God shows himself mercy, merciful to us so that we will be merciful to one another. And here's the thing people miss. God is watching every single situation. He examines our attitudes on the insides and our actions on the outsides. So he knows what we're doing inwardly. He knows what we're doing outwardly. And how we respond demonstrates how connected we are, actually connected we are, to him. And we should be a people that is exceedingly merciful. So somebody would want to know, well, if I don't forgive somebody, is that going to be, is that an eternal damnation? I can't be redeemed from that? Nope. <laughs> I know people hate that, but nope, that's not what he's saying at all. What he's saying is if you don't have the disposition or that to forgive, God's not going to forgive you eternally? No, but do you really want to get judged here on earth for something you've done and not receive the mercy of God? That's dumb. Let's not do that. Let's do it this way. Let's have the same attitude towards others that God has towards us. Let's understand that our attitudes on the inside and our actions on the outside are examined by God every single situation. And while there's some people that we do want to forgive, and then the next breath say, but Lord, if you want to open up the ground and swallow them whole and stick them through an earthy slide for about six years, I wouldn't mind. You got to stop having that attitude, okay? You don't pray. When people are praying to people. I've actually had somebody say this. Say, We're supposed to pray for our leaders. And the person responded, I am praying that God will take them. It's like that is not praying for them. That's called praying against them. Let's pray for one another, not against one another. Let's have an attitude that reflects Jesus Christ. We're not, it's not a big stretch for us to say, yeah, we got to be merciful. And the reason it's not a big stretch is because of how much mercy God has had on you and I. And before anybody gets overly righteous to say, well, those other people, they're even worse than me. Yeah, but that pointing to that bad behavior does not justify your bad behavior and the idea behind this is to be like Jesus he is merciful and gracious perhaps those people will respond differently to god simply based on your attitudes or actions or perhaps the lord is just making the witness that you're going to demonstrate christ whether they like it or not you're going to say this is the right way this is the right approach this is what i'm doing so bottom line to this whole process, be like Jesus. <laughs> okay. Does that, does that make that clear, the be like Jesus part? I'm, I'm feeling, you know, be like 
Jesus. Okay, I can say it all different ways. It'll all say the same thing. All right, we'll take a break and come back, and then it gets really fascinating. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Just as I am, you reach down and see Hello, Captain Chris here from the David Spoon Experience. I help coordinate the radio show, and we're looking for a few good people to join our crew and become representatives, ambassadors, and stewards of the radio ministry. Now, you may be thinking, well, gee, I'd love to get involved, but I'm not very qualified for ministerial positions. Me too! The truth is that because you are a child of our Heavenly Father, that you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and you seek to live by the power of the Holy Spirit, you already have all that you need to have to be part of this ministry. Uh, but Chris, don't I need to be perfect? <laughs> no! Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website, and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form, and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position, so you may appeal to a higher power. As promised, we are going to now uh, have our interview with the Apostle Peter. We were fortunate uh, enough to have an interview a couple weeks back with an angel from heaven, and now we've been given permission from the powers on high to go ahead and have an interview with the Apostle Peter. Peter, thank you so much for uh, taking the time for whatever's going on there in the heavenly realms and uh, talking to us. Well, Dave, you're welcome. I'm real glad to see that people are carrying on the work of loving our Lord Jesus Christ and advancing the kingdom. And I'm very, very, very pleased to see that the radio station is moving forward in advancing the Lord Jesus Christ in his lordship, both in uh, personal lives and in corporate lives. It's a great thing for me to see. Well, thank you, Peter. Uh, that's great. And uh, so I guess I want to ask you some basic questions. I'm really breaking this uh, interview down into two separate sections. The first section is kind of before the resurrection, and the second section is kind of after the resurrection, after the ascension. Okay, Dave, that'll be fine. I know exactly what you're trying to accomplish here. Uh, probably unknown to you is that uh, we know exactly where this is going. Well, Peter, I don't want to say that that's kind of scary, but okay. Here's uh, my first question to you, sir. Uh, what are you absolutely the most proud of as a disciple and as an apostle of Jesus Christ? Well, David, that's a great question. The thing that I am absolutely the most proud of was the moment that Jesus asked all of us to identify who he really was. And it was at that moment that I was able to say that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. That's the actual rock that the church has been built on. I think some people thought that the rock might have been me myself, but it was my confession that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, the Son of the living God. It is that statement of faith that the church has been built upon and that the gates of hell have never nor will ever prevail against. The David Spoon Experience. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where you just heard a little bit of the interview with uh, Peter. 
I've always wondered why he had such a high-sounding voice, but uh, we'll just leave that there. Here's your first trivia question for all of us to engage with, and here we go. True or false, the woman Jesus cured of bleeding had been ill in that way for 12 years. Is that true or false? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us. Al, striking first before anybody else. You can call us, 972-445-0770. Oh, by the way, Al, if you want to know what I need prayer for this week, it's not to lose my mind. Uh, Also, you can text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Again... Thanks a lot. Again, the question, true or false, the woman Jesus cured of bleeding had been ill this way for 12 years. So I'm going to deviate from what I was going to do for a split second because that's weird. Um, I just wanted to pick up a little bit more on that whole, you know, if you don't forgive, you won't be forgiven uh, part because I know there's some people going, well, I don't quite get it. Let me let me try and make this a little clearer from John, the Gospel of John chapter 13, before we really talk about anything else. Remember when Jesus washed the disciples' feet? That was an act or an example of how they should treat one another. Remember that? Okay, everybody, okay, you'll probably remember that. Okay, so when that exchange went down, Jesus is getting ready to wash Peter's feet, right? So that is like, and then Peter's like, what are you doing? What's, what do you do? What's going on? And Jesus says, I got to wash your feet. And and Peter's like, I'm not going to let you wash my feet. That's not going to happen. And uh, Jesus goes, hey, if I don't wash your feet, you don't have any part of it. And he's like, oh, okay, then wash my head and wash my hands and wash my body. You know, like he always he always does that. He goes from one end to the other. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so here's the thing that you got to catch in that. When Jesus said to him, those that have had a bath are clean and they only need to have their feet washed. Okay? What does that mean? That's such a bizarre statement. Well, you know, me, I love stuff like that, so I do the little study on that. And one of the best notes I found was this, and I'm just going to read it to you, and this is what the application has to do with in Matthew chapter 6, and we're talking about the forgiveness factor. It says this, People would bathe themselves before going to a feast. When they arrived, they only needed to wash their feet to be entirely clean again. Jesus was probably referring to the daily repentance as opposed to a one-time act of repentance for salvation. I love that. So just so you can know what that means, in the most simplistic terms— We need to get cleansed from the dirt that's on our feet. Now, we've already had the bath, and we've been forgiven, but you know what? If you keep walking, where does their dirt go? It goes on your feet, and you got to get washed from walking in the world, and that's what the daily washing is all about. If you really catch that symbolism, it's awesome. Okay, got that done. Got that out of me. Now you guys can move on for the rest of the week. Uh, True or false, the woman Jesus cured of bleeding had been ill in this way for 12 years. Again, if you think you know the answer, 972-445-0770. Text in 214-210-8483 or send an email david at hemustincrease.org. Let's see. We did that. We did that. I'm trying to just stay on top of stuff. Uh, As you guys know, I'm in the last two weeks of my schooling. And let me just say that if you're going to pray for me about something, it would be that Dave doesn't take a long walk off a short pier over this next two weeks. That's all I'm going to tell you.
Uh, we prayed for the audience. We'll pray for the USA and for Ukraine in a little bit. I do want you guys to be praying for uh, Jennifer and for Chris and for Don. And what I'm going to ask you to do is just take a moment and ask the Lord to bless them. I'm not saying how, what fashion, whatever. Just a blessing that they can all know that he is close. Okay, got that? All right, there you go. Yeah, there you go. You can give me a dollar later. Okay, great. Uh, update. I told you the brochures are going out. Uh, we had a great meeting for our board meeting. Deb's always fantastic. Her husband Steve's just excellent lights out. Uh, I've already told you about school challenges. Don't forget the video, by the way, is at the top of the website for those that have not seen the video. Watch it anyway. Well, I don't want to be an ambassador. I don't care. Watch it. I need more views. Go check it out. All right, so let's go back to the text, and then we'll get into If nobody decides to call in, we'll give an answer uh, regarding the question. So Jesus starts talking to them, and you know, he is giving this change of existence of faith and how we live with God, bringing the depth of the meaning of what the law's purpose was, bringing the depth of meaning of how things would engage. Ultimately, you find out as you go through this that the righteousness that's required is really beyond us. We really need the redemptive part, but he's making the illustration that people that are attempting to be righteous for the sake of others to see it are the least righteous people there are. It's like, you know, all those holier-than-thou people, don't be one of them because it's terrible. And so verse 16, he says this, whenever you fast, this is Matthew 6, 16, whenever you fast, don't be gloomy like the hypocrites, for they make their faces unattractive so that their fasting is obvious to people. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that your fasting isn't obvious to others, but to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees you in secret will reward you. So the whole premise of the fasting position is this. Fasting is a great thing. It's kind of a lost art, unfortunately, uh, in, in, in much of the church today. Okay? Uh, Lent is a, 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 a great concept, but long before Lent, there was genuine discipline of self-denial to use that time to draw closer to the Lord. The phrase fast means to do without. So it's like that's where it all comes from. Okay, And if you're going to really start a fast and you're going to do something that's really good, here's my strongest advice to you. Ready? Do a media fast. And you will find that your life is not nearly as bad as you thought your life was. Okay? All right. There you go. Do a media fast. <laughs> take, take a break from media. That's right. And you think, well, what if it's this show? If that's what you need, do it. And that's how we feel about it. But the, the disciples... People would fast, and they would fast to show that they are spiritual. And Jesus is like, first of all, when you fast, don't let anybody know, okay? And then your father, who sees it in secret, he'll reward you. Not he'll reward you in some uh, ridiculous, you know, you get some kind of big bank account thing. He will draw close to you as you are seeking to draw close to him, and he will reward you with himself and with his presence. But it's all done between you and the Lord. It's not an announcement. It's not a show. It's not a play. It's not a radio show. It's not a—it's you and God. 
and nobody else. And Jesus pretty much shuts down the entire religious culture by going, hey, you know when you do that? You're a hypocrite. <laughs> like, well, we've done fasting for years, okay? You're a hypocrite for years. <laughs> the point is that we do it unto the Lord to honor the Lord and to draw closer to him, and we don't do it for other people's approval because that approval from other people means nothing to God. Ooh, that's mean. All right, do we have somebody ready to answer a trivia question? Okay, ready? Ring them on through. Ding, ding. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David, this is Deborah. Hi, Deborah. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I, I I wrote a little bit too much over the weekend, and now my brain is semi-numb, but that part's okay. I, <laughs> I think I can get through it. Uh, here's a great a great question. True or false? The woman cured of bleeding had been ill in this way for twelve years. That's true. You are correct. That is true. And again, you know, from that story into Jairus, how old was that girl that he healed? That girl that he healed right after this that's this lady came in and she had this issue for 12 years and then Jesus was with Jairus and then Jairus and Jairus's uh, wife and Peter James and John Jesus go into the world the little girl who was who was uh, dead they th- thought she was really sick and that she was dead do you remember how old she was 12 That's right yes a double whammy good job <laughs> That just tells you, oh, something, there's something there connected. There's no way that's just a coincidinky right there. I've, I've met Jesus. I haven't met that many good coincidinkies. So, yeah, I love it. Great job. Very, very good. Hey, David, I was wondering if you could pray for Susie. Sure. She What's needs some strength. Anything in particular, or is she just struggling internally? Uh, um, yeah, internally, yes. Okay, let's pray for her real quick, and then we'll okay. hang, hang out with me and let's pray. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up Susie to you. She is a sister of ours in you. She is a sister in our spiritual blood-related connection, in, our, in you being our Father and Jesus Christ being our Lord. And we ask you to physically, spiritually, emotionally, and psychologically Internally, Lord, touch her so that she can feel revised and full of relief instead of grief. Let her sense good and not evil. Let her sense confidence for that which is coming and not fear for what's around the corner. We ask you to bless her with that same peace we were talking about before and pour your grace into her mind and into her heart. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, David, so much. You are more than welcome. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. We'll take our break, and then we're coming back here listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill. Can't stand the shame. It may be false, but it feels the same. So I punish myself, I go down to the jail of my soul. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints.
Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper, whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon experience? Jonathan and David were closely knit, and David made a commitment to Jonathan and Jonathan said, I don't. I want you to make sure you're not going to take any kind of wrath or any kind of vengeance on my kids, on my family, on my uh, people. And David made that commitment. What I want you to get in 2 Samuel chapter 4, verse 4, is that Mephibosheth is an offspring of Jonathan, and he was crippled or he was lame. He couldn't walk properly. He couldn't you know, function properly. He was at a tremendous disadvantage. And I remember when the preacher in North Phoenix Baptist Church looked at his audience, and just to give you an idea how big this church was, it, it, the, the auditorium seated like about 5,000. So it's like huge, right? And he looked at, he looks around at everybody. And then he says this. He said, you are Mephibosheth. And I was thinking, what? <laughs> what? And he goes, you, and he, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, but he's just he's preaching, and he's a, oh, was he just one of the best preachers. You are Mephibosheth. You are lame and unable to walk without help. 